Hello, welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel, an energy healer, and a guide. Links are in the description box for my website, podcasts on various platforms, financial support opportunities, and contact information if you want to make a phone or a video appointment for a longer session. I upload topics to explore on Thursdays and applied meditations on the following Monday. Please like, comment, subscribe, favorite, share with your friends, donate. Thanks for your support. Welcome to week 10 of my seven-week series about the chakras. Yeah, this is a bonus, bonus, bonus episode. This is the last chakra I'll cover, but I will talk about the kundalini next week to bring it all together. We know the chakras are energy vortices placed all over the body, and everyone has them, even animals. Did you know that there are chakra points outside of the body? Last week I talked about the Earth Star Chakra, and that's a subpersonal, or outside and below the body chakra, which is the starting point for the super root. Now the super root is a network of chakras that include the Earth Star, the feet, and root chakras. Today, I want to talk about the Soul Star. The Soul Star Chakra is located between 6 to 36 inches above the Crown Chakra, and that's the top or crown of your head. Because it is also outside and above the body, it's considered a transpersonal chakra, as it's part of a series of chakras connecting you to divine. Huh. The Crown Chakra is seen as still having us as separate from divine. We recognize our divine component, but still apart from it. Got to look at that further. Well, anyway, the soul star tells us we are one with the universe. It's called a stellar gateway to cosmic and divine love and energy so that it can enter the physical body. Also, it's known as the seat of the soul. It's part of the path to ascension and enlightenment, that connection to our higher self and other transcendental chakras. I see. Cosmic energy enters one's energy, goes through a series of transpersonal chakras to adjust the energy to be more uh, palatable, digestible, uh, usable. Uh, I don't know what word I I need there, but do you see what I mean? The energy is processed in such a way that we as 3D beings can use it. That makes the pathway and gateway terminology and imagery more understandable to me. But see, now I'm hearing more and more about we are not separate beings from the universe. We keep that paradigm in place because to let it go would probably be more than what some people are ready for. Anyway, the Earth Star Chakra, it holds past life memories and ancestral history. And the Soul Star holds karmic residue. Now, both are worth clearing and balancing to really clean out your soul storage spaces. Kind of like doing a Marie Kondo on my soul, huh? Eww. The message from the Soul Star is, I transcend. You accept your divine purpose and your spiritual path, uh, emotional and spiritual balance, recognizing your oneness with the universal consciousness. Its color is white or gold. And when your star soul is balanced, your psychic abilities are strong. You're aware of your soul purpose and you move through life with more conviction and ease. Now, when it's out of balance, too little or too much cosmic healing energy gets through. So like too little cosmic healing energy, um, it kind of 
It's that disconnect one has with their spirituality or divine. And too much cosmic energy coming through can cause that spacey or ungroundedness feeling, that disconnection from 3D. There's also restlessness, anxiety, cynicism, depression. You feel unsettled or unguided. And physically, it could result in dizziness and headaches. Understand, it's a good idea to balance the other chakras, too. So in working on yourself, you clear away thought patterns and out-of-date behaviors that no longer support your growth. For example, when your heart and third eye chakras are open and in alignment, you're better able to see beyond the physical facade of the 3D. You can act from a heart-centered mentality and your healing abilities come to light. Now to balance and open the chakra, meditation. Yeah. And Monday's meditation will focus on feeling your oneness with the universe through the soul star. So stay tuned. You can also practice gratitude. You can use affirmations. Uh, Some to start with can be, I am divine light. I am love. And I am grateful for my life experience. You can work with 272.20 hertz frequencies in meditation. You can YouTube it. In yoga, there are several poses which Activate the crown chakra, such as the headstand and the dolphin pose. You can start with those for the soul star, with intention, of course. Another pose that struck me as so interesting was the simple seated pose. It was referenced a lot as an effective soul star yoga pose. And that's the pose one assumes in meditation. You're seated, which brings awareness to the root chakra. Intentional and diaphragmatic breathing brings focus to the midsection. And then adding your focus to the crown and remembering your connection with the universe, it brings it all together. Add a soupçon of white or gold light of divine connection, and you're on your way. The suggested mudra or hand pose is the prayer position. Your hands are in front of your heart. You touch all the fingertips together with a bit of space between your palms. It's the one people frequently use to say namaste. Breathing is an important aspect in meditation and yoga so supporting respiratory health is recommended. There are essential oils that are excellent for that purpose, including eucalyptus, which is easy to get and is in so many respiratory support blends. Peppermint is cooling, clears congestion. Myrtle also helps to clear congestion. Copaiba is a general anti-inflammatory. I've read that it helps with conception, so just you might want to be aware of that. And probably for the last time, my essential oil caveats. Please consult an experienced essential oil vendor to double check which oils are best for you. Do not use them on your skin as is. Dilute them with a carrier oil of choice or use a diffuser. And do not ingest them. Prolonged use can cause liver damage. And now crystals. You can meditate with them, put them under your pillow, carry them around, put them in jewelry. Some standouts are amethyst. It is a marvelous stone for spiritual development and support. And related to amethyst is spirit amethyst. What makes that a standout is that it has tiny terminations all over it, tiny points. Like amethyst, it activates the crown chakra, brings in spiritual information, and provides multidimensional healing. It's very cleansing to the aura and can dispel negative attachments and entities, even repair holes in the etheric body. Apophyllite stimulates your pineal gland, that's where the third eye sits, and it helps to open you up to spiritual awakening by infusing your light body with high vibration energy. 
I've not heard of this next stone, but it sounds really cool. It's called a zezchilite. It's a special type of quartz, and it's said to have originated from star beings called the Azez, and that means nameless light. This stone served as a tool to communicate and to facilitate their interdimensional travels. It feels like I gotta find me some now. Next is celestite. It's also known as celestine. It's often associated with divine power and is thought to increase understanding, higher consciousness, as well as mindfulness when used in prayer and meditation. Clear quartz. It goes without saying that clear quartz is that utility player kind of a stone. It amplifies everything you're calling in or working with. Danborite crystals have a high spiritual vibration that gently but powerfully opens up the crown chakra, and then it links and attunes it with the heart chakra. The combination activates the intellect and higher consciousness from a heart-based perspective. Merkaba stars, that's the shape that's related to, to sacred geometry. It's two pyramids that intersect each other. One's sitting with point up and the other is sitting point down. It can be carved out of any material. It's an image I use when I do um, soul traveling meditations. Snowflake obsidian helps to draw emotions to the surface. It's a good choice for past life work, to heal old karmic patterns. It encourages you to examine harmful thought patterns. Snowflake obsidian promotes a sense of calm and inner centering, and that gets you ready to achieve a deep meditative state. Sugilite is a stone of the violet ray energy. It's the embodiment of perfection of divine love. It helps you to understand that truth is the highest form of love, and living your own truth is not only healing, but empowering. And finally, tanzanite is a stone of transmutation. It brings together all the aspects of communication and psychic power. It has a high vibration energy that's protective, and it helps you to feel safe when you're linking with higher realms. It allows for deep, profound meditation. It's particularly helpful in uniting the mind and heart, teaching one to live from a compassionate heart with an enlightened mind. Seems to be a trend here, huh? So more than anything, healing your soul star is about learning to love yourself in all your humanness, to appreciate yourself, being grateful for your life experience, clearing out the judgments and sense of unworthiness, and transmuting it all into your divine self. Well, that's the goal here. That's the chakra cycle. Monday, I'll upload a meditation during which you will have an opportunity to lift the veil that wants to separate you from your true universal whole. And until next time, blessings.